Welcome back to the Hooper's Paradise podcast, where you're going to get real thoughts and opinions from fans who love the game. Um, obviously, I'm here with my regulars, my mans, and we got a special guest with us. But I'm going to introduce, obviously, my regulars first. I'm going to go with Mr. CP905. You already know the East End and West End legend. Um, we here, we here. We got a big one today. We yes, got a sir. big one today. <laughs> Mr. MC Casey, fresh off a of flight, um, hardest working man in show business. <laughs> Um, man, Yo, Gilly, Gilly, he just came from the barber. Yeah, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, Casey, man, you got the red eye flight you just had, or what, what was it? Where you coming I just from? Just came off a flight from Hamilton, you know. So, <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, man. Um, and then obviously, no, Casey, as you guys can one. see, uh, we got a special guest today, uh, a friend of ours, a real big friend of the show, uh, Mr. Yes, Gilbert. Um, we like to call him Gilly. Um, back in high school, we called him Chocolate Thunder. Um, <laughs> Choc- Mr. Chocolate Thunder himself. Um, yo, Gilbert's coming to us with a lot of basketball knowledge, you know. Uh, Gilbert mm-hmm. played here locally in Brampton at Cardinal Leger, uh, where mm-hmm. some of these some of these guys went to high school. Um, definitely went on your favorite to, school, eh? Now nah, relax. <laughs> went on to a JUCO career at uh, mm-hmm. Blackhawk, and then and then wrapped it up at D two playing Southwest Baptist, um, mm-hmm. played some pro ball, continuing still playing pro ball. I know he's into some tryouts right now and into some workouts, deciding on some teams. Um, models in his spare time. Um, <laughs> yo, he as do a you, little as bit As you guys everything. can see, as you guys can already yeah, see. Man. <laughs> G- G- Gilly stay busy, man. He do a little Ooh. bit of everything. Uh, Gilbert, mm-hmm. man, thank you for, 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 for coming out tonight, man. We appreciate it. No problem, you, no problem. I have a lot of lot of inputs on what's going on in the basketball world right now. So, you know, oh, hey, we're excited, excited to hear it. We're excited hey, but, to hear it, man. But before you get to it, since you're our first guest, we, we want to be able to ask all of our guests, uh, what does Hooper's Paradise mean to you, brother? When you hear that word, when you hear that phrase. Hooper's Paradise, it gives you a, it gives you kind of like, you know, what's going, it gives you like a gist of what's going on in the basketball community. You feel me? Um, and you know, it's good to hear locally and what's going on. Well, in the GTA area, what people are thinking about and how people feel about, especially the Raptors and what's going on in basketball. Because basketball right now is, is is growing for us. You know, it's not it's not it's not the same as it was about like when we were in high school and whatnot. Just a lot of exposure, a lot of different things going on, and so it's a good platform to give people you know an update on what's going on in the in the area that we live in and we grew up in. You know what I mean? So. I'm that's happy to be here. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. We appreciate baby. that. You're making it sound like we the voice of we the voice yeah, of the hey, city. Yeah. <laughs> it's the voice hey, Gilly, so I like that. Hey, Got me like feeling that. good about myself. Yeah, I like um, that, Gilly, man. Hey, before we get into the basketball content, just because I know we got some listeners from all different aspects, um, different ages, different cultures, etc. Um, and we got a pro in the room in reality, which is which is rare that you get to have a pro athlete in the room. Um Tell us about like that that kind of like pro grind in terms of because we know you do some modeling, we know you you work <laughs> too, like and and play pro basketball. Like, how do you balance mm-hmm. like that train but work lifestyle? Yeah, your grind must uh, be different, bro. It's grind is very different. You have to understand when you're doing these type of things. Like you time it. Like I'm really 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 realizing that time is limited. You know what I mean? Like I really like in a day in a 24 hour day like. I'm going up and down, making sure I'm making the money that I need to make and make sure I'm getting the shots up that I need to get up and I'm making sure I'm still making time for the people that I know in my life. You know what I mean? So all those all those aspects and all those different areas that I have to hit on a daily basis is 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 crazy. 
It wasn't it wasn't like that. It was it was kind of different beforehand, simply because I feel like I had more time and and I, I didn't have to work as much when I was younger. But now that I'm like thirty year old man, I gotta make sure I have to hit certain 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 boxes even yeah. on a daily basis. You know, real and responsibilities. So, yeah, I have yeah I have, I have responsibilities and and it, and, I, and I also have to make sure that you know. I'm I'm re I'm meeting the, the 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 deadlines that I have to do on is this it's 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 it gets crazier as you get older you know what I mean and yeah, so um, it's all about balance basically I'm making sure you have to be you have to be disciplined when you're doing these things because you don't know when you're going you don't know I don't know when I'm going to get an audition I don't know when I'm going to get a call to go try out for a team like I have to make sure that I'm um, staying ready prepared in yeah, all, speak, in all speak, Speak to that. Speak to that preparedness. Speak to how you stay ready. How do I stay ready? Well, I make sure. I, oh, well, I have to have a routine, right? I wake ah, up. Ah, there sure we go. I, so I have a routine that I go through every day. Me, me and Gabriel. You know, what I'm saying we get up, we we work out. Gabriel goes to the gym, make sure healthy, get my shots up. After that, I'm networking. I'm on. I'm on LinkedIn, trying to see who I can connect with and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I stay in touch with coaches, making sure I'm trying to set up dates and where I can showcase myself. And then I'm making sure that I'm, again working and make sure I'm still able to, you know, do the daily you know, purchase the things I need to purchase on a daily basis. You know what I mean? Because obviously, you know, when you're when you're on this grind, like these grinds don't pay the the grind doesn't pay the bills. <laughs> for, for sure, the grind doesn't pay the bills. What the the, the marketing and everything else that I'm doing is paying that. And then eventually, I know I'm betting on myself, making sure that when I do get that call, you know, the next call I get. They're gonna know who I am, and, they, they, and then they, they can't. They won't be able to deny me. Mm, but that's you know, betting. That's real. Making sure. That's what's up. Making sure that you know you're ready and you're ready to go. Don't yeah. don't don't this. Here's the thing, young Coopers feel like you know. Oh, I, I I don't I don't need to do this, or I don't need to practice, or I'm, I could take this time off. Da, 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 da. I was that guy where I me I mean I was more nonchalant about when I would get my opportunity. I think I would just be able to perform whenever the time comes right but that's not mm -hmm. the case you have to be prepared like and you have to make sure you're prepared don't just think because don't don't be that guy who skips two or three workouts and but you have a but you have a workout next uh on on the, the on the fourth day and you think that you're going to be able to you know yep. you got to be prepared you're going to make sure that <laughs> leading up to that time you're not going out you're not doing this you're not smoking you're not doing all that you make sure that you're on your p's and q's Basketball is so competitive. What you're not doing, so when you're sleeping, somebody else in the gym shooting. <laughs> exactly. That's the thing that makes me wake up every day. Like I'm telling you, like I'm thinking. That's beautiful like to hear, else. Gilly. That's beautiful That's to hear, someone man. Someone else, yo. It's only it, the thing about it is when you go to these things and you go to these trials and you're grinding, it's basically it's basically make or miss. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> like for me especially, like I'm I, I'm I'm categorized as a scorer. I'm a Swiss Army knife. I can do a lot of things on the court, but most most people know that I put the ball in the basket, right? See what I'm saying? So when it comes down to that's like we we're talking about earlier today, when it comes down to you could have an off night. Do you feel me? You see, you knew me for years, you know I could put the ball in the basket. But if a coach sees me for the first time and I have an off night, that's my mo for until I change until I change yeah. his mind, right? You see what I'm sure. saying? Damn. That's the scary. That's the that's the tough thing about it. That's crazy. So, so I listen. I could put the ball in the basket ten days in a row, killing people. On the 11th day, a coach sees me, and I play like garbage. <laughs> you think he's gonna pick me up? No. Nah. Or do you think he's gonna go based off the 10 days he didn't he he didn't see? 
it's, it's what about it's, it? it's it's what have you done for me lately? Yep. Exactly. So what have you done for me right now? What am I seeing right now? And that's the yeah. scariest thing about basketball, man. I'm telling you, like, if you don't get the right people seeing you at the right time, you feel like your time is wasted. You feel me? Does that, so that's, that's, that's that's real. that does that political side of it make you lose a love? <sighs> Not gonna lie. <laughs> when when during the pandemic and obviously when things were going like again, I had an opportunity post prior to pandemic that you know obviously the pandemic um washed away you would say but uh yeah it made me lose some love because you know it's like i like as a basketball player everyone's played basketball jamar you you were you you i feel like you're a great basketball player once not say you're not now but when when i first first Gilbert, I don't. <laughs> hey man, I've strapped up Yo. a lot of pros, man. I ain't worried Yo, about that. We, hey, we get to hit the court today. Here's a side note. Here's a side note. When I come, I always thought about this when I when I was growing up. When I first seen Jamar, when I first seen CP, I was like, these guys are talented on a different level. You feel me? Like these are different type of basketball players in my in my in in my mind. How I in my based off my opinion. Damn, you thank me? you, so, Gilly. That's what I mean. You feel me? No, you All don't right. play now. You see, what I'm saying you may not seeing your watch. I'm saying well, I'm pretty sure if you, you, <laughs> you're right, though, you're right. Time, a couple months, yeah, you'll be you could you, you come back to some type of form. No, nah, <laughs> two years, Gilbert. I need two years, I don't need a couple months. <laughs> <laughs> but I even know I, I lost train of thought, I didn't even know where I was going. But what, 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 what? you at the end of the day, man, it talks, it's you speak to the grind, you speak to the stick to the stick to the that it takes. You speak to the confidence that you have to continue to have to be able yeah, to yeah. have to on that eleventh day you play bad to know that all right I need to hoop better these next ten days to hope somebody can catch that eye and man it's it's, it's beautiful to hear it's beautiful to hear that you still have the love for the game and it's just it's good it's good to see you doing well Gilly man mm-hmm. most of and I always say man um for for young athletes out there just as a as a fellow coach Gilbert kind of spoke on it that the one thing a coach can't teach you is is consistency. That's something you got to do in the gym by yourself. And Gilbert kind of kind of talked talked about that in the sense where it's like coaches might see you and then you got to change their mind in a way just because you had that off night mm-hmm. and you got to get back to that consistent level of playing and consistently show mm-hmm. off your pro level skill. For Gilbert, it's scoring where he's got to consistently show off that he's a pro level scorer. Um, mm-hmm. well, man, nah, man, we're excited to have you. And it was a good shout out to like your brothers too. Um, who also mm-hmm. went on and played some called Gilbert has two brothers who both play college ball too, which is pretty impressive, man. Casey, anything mm-hmm. brother? Yeah. So, um, I actually want to commend Gilly because he's the oldest brother and mm-hmm. you have his two youngest brothers looking at his hard work. You know, imagine mm-hmm. Gilly was, you know, going to school in Peel and then after high school, he left. Now, when coming back, he's doing that hard work. It's it's different. It's a different atmosphere when you go into the States and they're training every day. They're lifting every day. They're working on their game. But, mm-hmm. Gilly, I commend you now because you're doing two hard things. You're, all, you're a pro athlete and you're also a model, right? And you know what it takes <laughs> to be that pro athlete and you know what it takes now to be that model. So you're doing two jobs at the same time and you're doing a wonderful job. Um, sooner or later, I think on this podcast, we're going to make sure and shout you out, but brother, I've seen you work over the last 10 plus years and you yes, got to keep it going, man. Cause you got, you have fans. 
You are Get that man his flowers, B. Hey, shout, shout out Drink flowers. Champs. Shout out Drink Champs. <laughs> <laughs> Get that man. Thank you, thank yeah, you. With yeah. <laughs> 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 they stupid ass. They be clapping way too damn much on that shit. All right, man. But um, damn, well, that's Gilbert. Uh, we're excited to have him. We're going to definitely get spicy and talk about some basketball stuff. And, and when I say spicy, I will automatically say spicy P. Ah, talk dog. about uh, <laughs> Mr. CP905's team right there. It's all of our teams in reality. Like, we all love the Raptors, but yeah, CP got a different kind of bias <laughs> at times. Is, but... is, it bi- is it bias, Jamar? I said Raptors are a top six team in the East. Is yeah, it bias? We all agree. Okay, here we go. So, Raptors are on a run right now. Um, mm-hmm. The Cavs are missing some players. They've kind of been... Um, dropping some games. Chicago Bulls also been dropping some games, and Raptors have sneaked into the sixth seed in the East. Hmm. Do we see them finishing top five over Chicago and Cleveland, and even Brooklyn? We got to throw Brooklyn out there. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Gilbert first because he he the he the he the fresh fresh one on the show. Do you see them finishing fifth in the East, Gilbert? So that means they would have to overpass who? who I, I don't, Chicago. They have to they overpass gotta pass Chicago. Chicago right um, and they got to stay ahead of Cleveland and Brooklyn. Yep. <sighs> These Raptors, man, I'm telling you right now. You sound like, you know what, Gilly? You sound like a stressed Raptor fan that's watched them <laughs> from 1998. I watched them from a while, from Chris Bosch days to TJ Forward days. You feel me? Like, you don't understand. Back you to 95, Gilly, man. Old, they call their own days. Like, I've seen it all. You know what I'm saying? And the Raptors, man, I'll tell you right now, whatever seed they finish it, either it's fifth or sixth or whatever the case is. I think they won't get past. They won't get past fifth. I mean, most, oh, so, most, so, so fifth yeah, seed is their ceiling. Yeah, their ceiling yeah, simply yeah. because I feel as if, for me, I feel as if they, they just don't have that one person that could really close, close, close out, close, just close out a game in 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 general for me. They don't have that. They don't have a close. They don't have. They need. Star power. Oh, CP's coming for you. <laughs> no, nah, but yo, Jamar, this might they surprise you though. Habits. They don't. Have I agree. It. I agree. I agree with Gilly. <laughs> okay, so and that's then that's and that's what sets most teams apart, and that's why I'm not gonna bet against. I'm not gonna if it's if it's Raptors or or Philly or if it's Raptors or Raptors or Boston or if it's Raptors or Chicago, whoever it is. I can't bet against a team that is gonna have has a talented has has talent in the playoffs. so i'm gonna like, i'm gonna ask you this question then gilbert is nah, there Gilly, a team that's, be, that's crazy is, is there a team at the top of the east because if we finish fifth um as of right now we would be penciled in to play either boston Not miami milwaukee. milwaukee no i'm just saying naming off oh. all the teams that could drop to fourth so that's boston miami milwaukee philly can we mm-hmm. beat any of those teams in the seven game series in your okay, opinion. so let, let's go down on this right now. So let's go with so we said let's go talk with Boston. Boston right? Let's start with Boston. Boston down the list. Yes, we can beat them in the seven game series. Are you really just yes or no? Yes, we can beat them in the seven game series. No, okay, okay. He said no. He said no. Milwaukee. No. Miami. No. Philly. Second. One second, one second, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) 
Shout out Kobe. Shout out Kobe. Yo, <laughs> Gil, did, did, he just, did he just leave mid pod? Oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah. This has to go on the social media. <laughs> did he just leave mid pod? Yo, ladies and gentlemen, we've oh, never man. had this done before. Our special guest just left mid pod. He's just like, I'll be right back, man. That was crazy. No, nah, it's all it's all love, man. It's all love. We know you we understand you're a busy person. So you said we can't beat any of the top four teams. Oh so. shit. <laughs> so hey, Gilbert Gil, Yeah, Gilbert says basically we can't beat any of the top four seeds in a seven game series. So I'm gonna go to to Kristoff and McCasey now. And I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you to make a case on even when Raptors finish fifth, because I know you both have also agreed that you think the Raptors are going to finish fifth in the in the conference. So when the Raptors finish fifth, McCasey, because CP's still laughing at yeah, Gilio, um, <laughs> when they finish fifth in the conference, do you see them able to beat any of those top four teams? Like, what does that playoff round look uh, like? So if we think about the the team that. I feel as in first right now, and they're probably going to drop the fourth. That's the 76ers. Um, I feel like in a seven-game series, it's up in the air. Um, it all depends on James Harden, Tyrese Maxey, and Tobias Harris. They're really great players. I just feel that uh, James Harden is going to be the the guy who needs to show up. So I'm going to say Raptors in seven for against the 76ers. Um, if you're looking at Miami, Tyler Harrell's their saving grace. Everyone else, obviously, Bam has a great matchup. We've always said Bam versus um, Siakam, who's the better guy. That's another conversation. However, in a seven-game series, if everyone's healthy and everyone goes together, I say that Raptors may win in a seven-game series during the season. That's a season, but when it comes to playoffs, who knows what's going to happen. When you look at Boston, that's a tough team. My gosh, that's a tough team. All right, when you look at Milwaukee, um, Milwaukee has over Raptors. So Milwaukee and Boston have over Raptors right now. Chicago, I I don't know about, but Raptors finished fifth. And um, if it's four or five and they go against Philadelphia, because I feel like Philadelphia is going to be dropping, Raptors may win a first round matchup. CP, give it to me, man. I just, to be honest with you, like the only team that really worries me is Milwaukee. And that's just because of their size. Ra- Raptors have. I think Nick Nurse, especially in the first round, like he 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 could be the difference between a couple games that they win, and yep. and for real, right? And I I just I think that if we see Philadelphia, we we've already proven that we can game plan for Joel Embiid. And I'm sorry, but James Harden, I don't know if he's hurt or he just does not look like the same James Harden who we've become accustomed to see and playing, right? So I, to be honest with you, I think. If you want to stand up there and dribble, 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 and then under 10 seconds, do high screen and roll, that's very easy to get to game plan for. I see Raptors yep. beating Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. I see, I see, I see Miami. To be honest, I look at Miami and I look at the Raptors and I see a duplicate of them, each other. And I think that would be the hardest seven game series in round one of this year's playoffs. It would be grinded out, mucky. Games would be. 87 to 93 and that's how i think that series would go i think we and i think it will be the same thing with boston to a lesser degree i think us as a as a as a more would have to be worked more defensively 
just based on we having the length and the wing defenders to put to throw at um Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. They also have the same similar type of switchability like the Raptors do. So I think that brings you down to another grind out series. And I do agree with Jamar as we were speaking off camera. The difference in that series could be Robert Williams because if he's rebounding at a high rate and defending the rim at a high rate, it's going to create a gap because Raptors don't have that unfortunately because Kevin Birch is injured. Now when you get now when you get to the Milwaukee Bucks, I just think they have the size, the strength the, the athleticism, they have the guy in Giannis to go to, they have the three-point shooting, they have the wing defenders to guard Pascal, and the length to put on Gary Trent Jr. and Fred. So I just see us being on Milwaukee, we lose that game 6-2, that series 6-2. So really, realistically, Raptors have a chance to beat Cleveland, Bulls, Boston, Miami, Philadelphia in any type of matchup. Anybody else? Okay. I'm going I'm to agree with... With with you and McCasey here, Gilbert, I'm gonna have to say that we have a chance at beating the top four seeds. I'll be honest with you, um, we do. If you break I'm it a, down, I'm gonna speak on it like this, especially when it comes to Philly. Um, we keep talking about how Raptors can stop them, how Raptors can stop them, and I know it sounds crazy that we're saying Raptors have a chance at a team that arguably has the MVP and a former MVP. Um, but there's one thing that nobody talked about, which is. Raptors don't have the greatest offense, but we put on the court five guys who all are threats. Yes. And that forces James Harden to be a defender. Yeah, because um, and I think yeah, that's going to sure. really bother that in that series cuz I'm not saying James Harden is a terrible defender, but we've seen him fall asleep on defense a lot and I think with the way Raptors dribble handoffs, the way we move the ball, I think it bothers them. I think we swarm Joel and beat a lot. And we force guys like Tyrese Maxey, Tobias Harris, and and Niang to make big shots in the playoffs. So that's why I feel like we got a little upper edge on like Philly just because of the swarming defense. And I think yeah. we can really bother Harden's pick and roll. Miami, okay. I agree with CP. The switching, really similar team. It's tough. Um, the only team essentially in the top four I see will really, really struggle with is Milwaukee, and I think sure. we'll have a lot of trouble with Boston, actually. Um, no. Just because they're the same thing as us, like you said, but I think they do it at a higher level than us right now. They're going in with momentum. They've been the best team in the East in the second half of the season. I think their coaching has been great. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown have really stepped up. Uh, Marcus Smart has done a great job at facilitating and, and getting those guys <laughs> to their spots. Um, I think we'll really struggle with Boston and and Milwaukee, respectively. Gilbert, man, you, tell us something wrong, man. Prove us wrong here. Gilly, I just yeah, want to let you know you're the funniest so person I know. <laughs> <laughs> so prove us wrong here, because you said we can't be any of those teams, man. Okay. Is it just literally off of star power? Just what what, like, what makes I, you I, say that? What are you looking now? What What's the breakdown in your head? As a professional break, athlete, break, what are you looking for? The breakdown yeah. in my head, obviously, because I've been, obviously I've been on the court, obviously, um, at a high level. And for me, when I say, for example, I'm looking at Boston right now, right? And we're and you and you guys say that we are we are essentially the same. So now I'm looking at who's gonna who who who's gonna have the ball in their hands most of the time now in because I don't care what really happens on the first through the uh, the first and the third or whatever the case is. Well, the third is very important. Mm-hmm. I'm worried about because most games are going to come down to the wire in the playoffs. 
We all understand that. Like, could we all agree? Hey, Gilly, that... I just want to I just want to shout you out because I was trying to explain to Jamar that diving for a loose ball through Stephen Curry's oh legs with two minutes, with four minutes left to go in the second Here quarter is not a play that you should be making. Gilbert, you just validated that for me. I'm, I'm very disappointed as a professional I appreciate, athlete I appreciate that, that you man, don't think man. that every possession matters in I just, basketball. Hey, it, it, I never it, it, said, <laughs> Gilly, no, Gilly, don't back down. Gilly, don't back down. <laughs> I'm not saying every possession does not matter. I mean, the, the fact that you guys are saying between the first and the third quarter, it doesn't matter in the playoffs like, I just shut, shut if, if, if you're down saying, 20 saying, you don't get a chance to to, to be making a big play <laughs> well, down the street what i said i said the game is going to be most games are going to be close so i'm not talking about going up or down i'm talking about going the going yeah. the fourth okay. the, the third is very important and obviously the ending of the game is going to be very important i just want to say thank you that though gilly yo. thanks so gilly i have a question for you though uh there's coaches in the stands and they see you as a defensive player you're a scorer and you have that chance to be able to show out and, and obviously not injure anyone. You're making those great plays. If That's you're smart there, what are you doing? You're just letting it go or you're just saying, okay, cool. I'm going to go for it and show ball. these guys. I, I'm, I'm, I'm what you guys need on the team. And if you guys need me to hustle, I'm there to hustle. What are you doing? Gilly, you're going to dive through a man's legs? Let me hear a professional athlete. It's not through his, your legs. His livelihood. Am I gonna dive through? I'm gonna be very conscious what I'm obviously doing. Ah, I did not, wait, what'd you say? What'd you, you just say? said what you're gonna do? What I'm gonna be very conscious when I'm going to like I'm a basketball player, like there's different types of players who don't think about other people on the court. You feel me? I understand that we're still I want to win, but I understand there's there's still there's health, there's health, there's people's health and livelihoods are online as well. I'm not gonna necessarily you know hurt somebody. If I if if I have a, if I have the chance not to hurt somebody and get the ball, yes, I'm going to get the ball. You're not just gonna ball. dive through somebody's legs, right, and try to take away their livelihood and oh how they're. Okay. No, I'm not gonna do that. Same way, I'm the same way. I'm not gonna undercut somebody. You see, it's exactly. The same, it's, there's it's there's the like I was telling Jamar. There's hey, unwritten but, rules, right? That you don't do. Yeah, rules. I'm not even gonna show the play today. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just move on and literally say. I'm gonna wrap this up and say <laughs> Gilbert's the only one who doesn't think that the Raptors can win in the first of the first four seeds and I get why he's saying because of star power they do say um players best players win series I'll be honest um, I think and I, I completely understand where you're coming from Gilbert because when you think about Philly you think Harden and Joel are the two best players in the series but but I you, will say yeah if they're gonna beat a team I see if if I were to pick them to beat a team out of the top four I would have to go with most likely Philly, even though if if I were to have if I were to have to pick out of the four teams, okay, I would say that they would have the best chance of beating Philly. So I it all sounds like we want Philly in the first round. Yes, think, but I, are, you have to understand that Ben Simmons was there during that time. As much as I'm a Ben Simmons fan, he mm -hmm. didn't put the offense at a crutch when he was there, yeah. right? And now you have almost the complete opposite now, right? And it, we don't know how that's gonna play out. I don't know how I'd that's gonna play out. Ben, you know, I'd rather bet. Yeah, you say wow. I mean, that's a that's a whole nother topic on its own, Casey. No, no, this is this is simple. All Ben Simmons needed to do was hit a layup, and the game changed. No, no hit. What do you mean? Oh, no. let's not do this. Let's not do next, this. Next, okay. next, next. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, so right now, God. you you wouldn't rather Ben Simmons a healthy Ben Simmons over James Harden? A healthy but a healthy James Harden. Who would you rather have? So what is James Harden right now? 
I said, is he healthy or not? We just talked about the fact that he doesn't really seem like himself for whatever reason. So I guess that's a say. Why? Why did we trade him? Why did we trade him? Why did they trade him? Yo, but no, no, but just to to defend Casey, it depends what situation you're having these two players in. Yes, because right now uh, was Philly first prior to James Harden even being there. Because right now, if you're talking to me right now, right now, if Ben Simmons is on the court right now where he's giving you his career averages of 14, 7, and 7 with his defensive impact, I'm taking that over James Harden right now. With the way James Harden is playing right now, I'm taking Ben Simmons. So, okay. You know, hold on. Hold no, on. no. Okay, Gilbert, I'm going to give you one more. Go ahead. Lost and didn't want to shoot no jumpers and in, in, in the playoffs. That's the Ben Simmons that you're taking because that has been the MO for how many years now? Yeah, but ben you just talked to me. You ball. just talked to me. You, Gilly, you just talked to me. You need to be a threat. Ben Simmons not a threat. Ben Simmons Gilly, 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 what does Gilly, Gilly, what does mo mean? What does mo mean? You just talked to me that you could shoot ten. You have ten good shooting net games in a row, and the one time someone sees you at eleven, they create an mo for you. Mo don't mean don't mean nothing. I don't care about mo. Talk to me. Talk to me. Okay, we know what. Okay, what wins championships? Gilly, what wins championships? We're talking about Gilly. What wins championships? Let me ask a basketball question for Gilbert. Time out on the play. Go, McCasey. Time out on the play. Go ahead. Last question for Gilbert McCasey. I have the last question, right? This is the last question. When you're playing and the refs are not on your side and you know that you're getting fouled and you don't get your calls, what what's the mind play? Are you still playing hard or are you giving up? James Harden is James Harden's giving up. Just, no, no, no. This is Gilly. Please this, answer. This was for Gilbert. I see. I see where you're going. James Harden. Okay. No, no. You, you, you're not getting your calls <laughs> in your games. Are you still playing hard, or Am are I you adjusting your game based off of not getting the calls that you want? Obviously, if I, if I'm not getting my calls, I'm still playing hard, but I have to have to make the adjustment. Obviously, because you know what could I do if I'm not? I can't force the ref to make the call. I'm gonna have to make the adjustment. On the fly during the game, whether that's not go, whether that's not going to the basket as hard, finding finding my mid range pull up so you know I could get to the basket just enough, or I could get a decent look because I'm not getting to the basket and they're hitting me. I'm going to make an adjustment. You feel yeah. me? Obviously. Yeah. So if you're trying to tell me that you know James Harden is going to be that guy in the playoffs who might not do, who might stop playing hard. I don't. I I don't know if he would. I mean, he. May, you do know. I, you do know. The rules have changed. The rules. Know. The rules yeah. have changed for fouls, and it has adjusted. James this, Harden. this turned so. into an attack Philly attack James Harden session. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a, I'm a take it away from here, man. I'm a definitely take it away from here because we talking way too much about Philly, and the initial question was about these Raptors, and I think we. I think we all agree that Philly is who we want, if anything. Okay. Yeah. That's Fair what enough. we'll agree on. Philly is who we want. We all agree that if they do beat one of those top four teams in the East, Philly's the team that we feel like they got the best shot at. Is that fair to say? We could all fair agree enough. there. They got the fair best enough. shot, but that's not who I want. Okay. That's it. <laughs> they got the best shot. All right. Yeah. So, so uh, oh. <laughs> no, because we, we got to get into some other stuff. Let's go. Yeah, really yeah, yeah. Today. And, and one of the things that's important because – we're talking about the Raptors kind of finishing fifth when there's a team that can kind of sneak up and, and do that, which is the Brooklyn Nets who got Kyrie back full time. Mm-hmm. Um, with Kyrie being back full time, what does that mean for Brooklyn CP? Like, did like, what's the, what's the ceiling for them for you? 
it puts it puts Brooklyn in a space now where it doesn't matter where they finish because now that you have Kyrie, the whole the whole thing with Kevin Durant last year was what well, what was the Gilly's Gilly's favorite word mo? He got tired or right, we one one foot on the line or he didn't have the help needed to get over the hump against Milwaukee, right? Now that you have Kyrie back full time, it puts Brooklyn in a space where it doesn't matter if they finish eighth or first, they're gonna be in a position with. Kevin Durant with two guys, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving that have championship pedigree, that have experience, that have been there before, not to mention that are two of the most talented and skilled, skilled offensive players on the talent on the planet. Now, going into your gym, whether that's to win one game or two games, two, one or two elimination games in the play-in or a seven-game series, it, it doesn't matter. My, to be honest with you, if, if Brooklyn plays up to their potential now where they've added some rim protection and some paint protection in Andre Drummond and rebounding, and they've added some more shooting with Joe Harris out, they've added Seth Curry on that weak side, it just puts them in a position to get out the East, to be honest with you. Wow. Okay. Casey, man. What's the ceiling for those guys, man? I'm, I'm interested on this one because I feel like everybody's ceiling – Looks a little bit different for Brooklyn, but what's your ceiling? Uh, well, Kyrie struggled, you know, playing at home. So, um, you know, it's his first game out. You know, we'll give him a couple more home games. So we'll see how things work there. But um, if they have their full team, they can definitely be a threat. But they also have to beat the defending champions, right? So you got to go against Milwaukee. Um, but then it's going over to the next side. This is the West. Yeah. In the West, you got a Memphis that they lost to. They got Met or the Phoenix Suns that they lost to, right? So those are some competitors on that side too. But um, in terms of getting out of the East, they have a good chance. Um, and it all depends on Mr. Ben Simmons coming back healthy or, you know, I don't know what the reports are. We're not Woj, so we can't really say anything. <laughs> we got to wait until that guy at least plays one or two games. But um, we got to see if it if it works. But Casey, I think I think I think Brooklyn gets out of the East without Ben Simmons. No, no. Okay, Gilbert. <laughs> Gilbert, talk to me, man. Right. What's the ceiling? I, I... Okay, so the ceiling, I would say, I would say they 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 they're going to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. That they're not. I don't think they're coming out the the East simply because I feel as if. <sighs> I feel as if they, they, for me especially, losing James Harden. I think that was that that was a big deal for me. Um, I also feel like they don't play. I don't feel like they don't play good enough defense. To be honest, I mean they're 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 very they 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 rely like, for example, Kyrie's coming in, he's dropping all these points, 60, 40 points in the first half. In the playoffs, is that going to be really sustainable? Especially when if you don't have if you don't have memory, he was doing he would I mean he's, he's doing that against Orlando, he's doing that against you know I don't know who else was doing that the other day, but I feel like in playoff basketball it's very strategic and obviously once it gets this once you get to the the quarterfinals and the semifinals, you're not going to be able to sustain that type of play over a seven a seven game series or whatever the case is. So um, for me, for me, I mean, as talented as Kyrie is, I mean, at six foot two, I mean, yeah, pound for pound, probably the best score we ever seen. <clears throat> but uh, I think it's just <laughs> sorry, what? <laughs> hey, man, pound for pound, hey, nah, that's, that's fair for him to say, seen. man. That's fair for him to say. So that's fear, what do you pound for pound? You know what that means? Pound mm -hmm. for pound, 
That's what I meant. Okay, I'm not saying he is the best scorer ever. I say pound for pound. So you want to see? You want to see Kyrie at six eight? He's not. We can't talk about that. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I know. I'm gonna say with the Brooklyn Nets, I do think I'm gonna agree with CP. I think their ceiling is they can actually get all the way to the NBA Finals without Ben Simmons with this current roster. I think when we, I like summing up what you guys say and bringing it back to you. We talk about star power for the last 15, 20 minutes prior to this. Give me a series in the Eastern Conference where someone has a better duel. More than Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. That's more talented, more skilled. And then we got to talk about the depth around them. As much as they don't have Ben Simmons, Seth Curry's no scrub. Goran Dragic's no scrub. Andre Drummond's no scrub. People forget LaMarcus Aldridge been out. He'll be back. They got Nick Claxton, another big guy who can kind of switch everything. Um, Like, I feel like they have enough pieces to get out the East. I don't think they have enough pieces to win a championship without Ben Simmons, but I think they have enough pieces to get out the East. And when you talked about Kyrie Irving not putting up numbers in the playoffs, I don't know if you could say that. That guy's a 27-point-per-game score in NBA Finals. He averages 24 a game in the playoffs. I think you can trust him day in, day out, and he can sustain giving you 25-plus all through the playoffs. You know, I, I, Jamar, I thought I thought when I said, when he was talking, and I was like, man, that's Kyrie Irving. I thought that was enough, but I guess he had to bring the stats in and everything. No, no, but that's just the, that's just the reality. <laughs> that's of the Kyrie Irving. Sometimes Billy. we got to break it down. We, when we, <laughs> pound for pound, greatest score of all time. You can't switch that to, is that, is that, is that sustainable? He's pound I mean, for pound, I the mean, greatest yeah, score of all time, yeah. you said. <laughs> yeah, for, for, yeah, he's, yeah, but he's gonna. I'm not saying he's not gonna score the ball. I'm not yeah. saying he's not gonna score the ball. I'm just saying it's gonna be sustainable over a tank over over a seven seven game series where people are gonna be game planning for you. Double teams are coming. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Get the ball yeah, out of your hands. See you. See against against Orlando or against Orlando Orlando Magic team. Yeah, that's fine. They 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 won ten games. I'm talking so about 20. good teams where like we're talking about going against. Maybe 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 a, a long Raptors team or a long Boston team, but it's going to be on every. We're going to prepare. I feel you. Here, here, I'll, I'll give you That's a good example of a team. I'm going to give you a good example of a team. How about the the 2016 2017 Warriors? Okay. Uh, when he averaged 27 a game. Okay. <laughs> was that was that was that, a, was that a good defensive team? That was that was game plan. When we the talk words? about Kyrie, yeah, were they good? Were they good? Were they a good defensive team oh, that were game time? Well, <laughs> but that's a fair. I get what you're saying, Gilbert. But I think I'm asking a question. How does series play out? Um, yeah, they lost, but I'm saying consistency. Consistency. Um, we're talking about a guy who averaged 27 a game on almost 50 percent shooting on them. So, like, yo, Gilly, if there's seven games in a week, Kyrie's gonna have six good games. How much oh, more fair. consistency do you want? That's fair. <laughs> but I get what Gilbert's saying, though, because it's it's the scheming and all that stuff is a little bit different in the playoffs. I, I agree with you on that. But Kyrie um, is special. I just think Kyrie's special enough to beat it. But but I feel you, Gilbert. Yeah, Kyrie I, is special. <laughs> yes, yeah, like Kyrie's going to score. Kyrie's going to score his points. But when I say, what I mean sustained, I mean he also has to play the other side of the ball. Yeah. You see what I'm saying, and you don't think that if he's if he's 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 exerting a lot of energy when he's doing this, right? 
But this so is why end- you have this is why you have good coaches that make matchups and good game plans. Like if I have like if I'm if, if I'm playing if I'm playing Miami, right? I'm putting I'm gonna put Kyrie on PJ Tucker for just as an example as a matchup. You know that guy's just gonna stand in the corner. Hey, okay. but you gotta remember Steve Nash's his his ultimate coaching adjustment. I tell you guys all the time is just play Kyrie and Kevin Durant more. But Jamar, Jamar, <laughs> Jamar, Jamar, you got Jamar, you gotta be under the assumption, or else or this guy should be fired. Do you have to be under the assumption that you can be able to pick out a matchup like that to know that you need to save this guy needs yeah, to save yeah, his for legs sure, for, for the? Sure. In, if you're in the NBA, you must be able to pick that out. One hundred percent. There's no way. So, to kind of sum up the Brooklyn Nets in a way. Um, we all have them winning at least a, a playoff series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, which is crazy yeah, because sure. they might they might end up the AFC. But when I'm looking at the standings, um, I don't know what the score is now in their current game. I know they're kind of playing live while we're doing this. But when you look at the standings and you actually look at who's had the hardest schedule down the stretch, so this is why pencil and Raptors at the fifth seed. Chicago has the fifth hardest schedule moving forward for the rest of the season where they got to see Miami, Milwaukee, Boston, Minnesota, Charlotte, Washington, New York, and the Clippers. Then you move down and you look at a team like Toronto, who has the 19th hardest schedule where they got to see Philly, Miami, Boston, similar schedule, Minnesota, Atlanta, Rockets, Orlando, and the Knicks. The Cavs then have an easier schedule at 22 where they got to see Philly, Milwaukee, Dallas, Brooklyn, um, Atlanta, Orlando, and the Knicks. This is what makes Brooklyn Nets scary. They have the second easiest schedule remaining. Right now, they're right now they're about to take an L to the Hornets. Though I mean, each and every okay, one of okay. Let's say they are, take an L. They yeah. that gives them seven games left. This is why seven Jamar- games will be against the Cavs, Charlotte, Atlanta, the Rockets, Detroit, Indiana, and the Knicks. Jamar, you we speak to this like you tell me how talented the NBA is. So this kind of like this. How much stock do we want to put in this difficulty of schedule? No, but but that's what I mean by we can't contradict it. Where we can't say, but it's Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving in big games, and then turn around and say, but the NBA's talented. I think this team, even if they lose tonight, they can win six of the next seven for sure. So on a hot streak for so sure. that's what I'm saying. We're talking about them being in a low leverage moment where they might play their way out of the play in because so, Chicago yeah. got a tough schedule. So they who knows if Chicago drops to the seventh seed and Brooklyn rises up to the sixth or fifth seed. This this this, this is playoffs is so interesting. This playoff yeah. picture. It's, it's so just something to think about when we're talking about records. And then we got to talk about Chicago having the fifth hardest schedule left in the NBA. And I just found out a specific stat that was very, very interesting What's that? when I was doing some research. Chicago was 0-15 against the top three teams in either conference. Yeah, because so they're not when they're, they're playing not a real the contender. top three teams in each conference, they are 0-15. They're not a real contender. They're missing something. <laughs> so that that's just so I'm like Brooklyn might have a, a better chance than we think when we think where they might land because we thought that automatically means they got to see like Milwaukee in the first round where they might be the team who sees a Philly or Miami. You Brooklyn, know I mean? Brooklyn so, loses tonight to Charlotte and Charlotte was one game behind them. So they're now going to be tied for eight. Yep. So it's, it's getting interesting. It's really, really getting interesting. 
for sure. Um, man, like this, this is the best Eastern Conference playoffs I think we're gonna ever see in a way. Um, in a long time, there's gonna be a lot of factors. When, when we're talking about a team that's been dominating the East all year, injuries or not, which is the Miami Heat, who I know McCasey brought up that they've lost how many in a row, Casey? Uh, like four, four or five. So they've lost four or five games, and they recently just had a fight on the bench. You know, Jimmy Butler stayed getting into fight with teammates um, just, just for fun. Uh, with Udonis Haslam, which is surprising. Udonis Haslam and Eric Spolstra. Well, what, what's Udonis Haslam's job on that Miami Heat bench? The player coach. His job is his yeah, player coach. His job is to be is there to keep the locker room and those guys on the bench under control. He's supposed to be the voice of basically like they say how the point guard's the coach on the court. He's the coach on the bench. Yeah. And right. And I think that him knowing his job, when he sees Jimmy Butler and Coach Spo going at it, I think he has to jump in there and defend Coach Spo because really he's management. <laughs> realistically to me right and and i think that coach spo normally when you see those type of tussles going on on the bench that they don't last that long but i think coach spo was trying to infuse some type of spark some type of energy into the team to like for just just based on how they were playing lack of energy um missing defensive rotations like these uh op- like it and I understand it's making this league right now. And some of these guys have, you know, have not been hitting. But uh, I think that yeah. that was all about trying to infuse some energy and some fight and some passion back into that Miami Heat bench. Right. I don't know. Gilly, what do you think, man? I definitely feel as if he was trying to get some spark. And I think it's most likely, I mean, if I'm just speculating here, but he's probably holding Jimmy accountable for some things that he probably normally doesn't do. You know, sure. because for um, sure, that's a different like, perspective for sure. Because you understand, like, you mean, I'm pretty sure they're not they're they're what they're getting dealt with by what 20 30. I don't know what's going mm-hmm. on there, someone crazy. So, I mean, when everyone's winning and whatnot, you need you, you you tend to overlook what um your star players or whatever, whatever you know, is going on there, but simply because you know they're losing, and obviously, it's been it's, it's been that way for. Oh, not too long now, but uh, post post uh, the All Star game, I don't think they've been doing too well, right? So, um, yeah, he probably just hold Jimmy accountable, and Jimmy was probably not used to. It. You already know how Jimmy is. Jimmy's definitely one who wants to butt heads with anybody who gets in his way, and unfortunately, it had to be with Spo, and then you know the altercation happened on the bench, and yeah, he's probably just trying to spark and make it spark Jimmy, making sure that you know he's not missing any any assignments, just like any other player shouldn't be doing it, especially when they're losing, you know, because at the end of the day, I mean, they're, everyone's, everyone's trying to win games. Coach is trying to win games, and whatever you got to do to do it, he's going to do it. Casey, let me ask you a question. Did you, do you think that Eric Spolstra was expecting UD to act like that? Or do you think he's like afterwards, <laughs> like, "Hey, man, what the heck? <laughs> Yo, you almost got me into a fight with yeah, you." Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, I was, just, I was gonna ask for Casey, like, because you know he'd be catching flights and stuff. We know yeah. he was in Miami courtside hey, watching the, the last game, so he hears the huddles. 
<laughs> JC heard the huddles last time. So, so take us into the huddle, Casey. I think I'm Antonio Brown or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Casey, Casey, you think you think Spo was like, yeah, like you think like you put, uh, you he's put probably, yeah, he's there. right, he's yeah. right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, like what the hell do you think real quick? Yo, and he was going after him. I'm like, yo, I, I don't know if you guys seen the press conference, but he's just like, yo, where's dinner, dinner plans? Yo, that's yeah, right. hey, yo, I rate that though so much. That's a leader. I rate, yeah. I rate that so much though. So much because it's like, room. hey, there you go, man. Nobody that's a leader right there, yeah. and that's that that explains heat culture. And I think that's what you're gonna go with. With um, the fact that the Miami Heat are even this good with the roster that they have, yeah, they got some good pieces, but um, no, but you got it. There's no, there's no. It's the same problem with the Raptors. There's no star power. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong, Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler's good. No, Gilly. Jimmy Butler's really good, but he's not a star. He's not. He's not. He's not. He's not Kevin Durant. Is he a top ten player in the league? No. You're not, you're not, like, no, not no he's you. not. He's not, but I he had to put there's more star power there than the Raptors, though. He doesn't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I really agree with that, Gilly. I don't, I mean, Jimmy who, Butler, who, Jimmy who, who doesn't strike with Jimmy Butler. Who, hey, anyone, Jimmy anyone, Butler? any one of our Raptor wing defenders, pick. See, how, how do we get the Raptors know? back into this? <laughs> no, no, but you guys <laughs> gotta forget, man. OG just came back. Oh, you yep. know, we're talking about Siakam. You're talking about a guy that can close Siakam has done it multiple times this season. You know, you're talking yeah, Gilly. When was the last time you watched the game? Oh, I'm asking you a shit. question. That was one. No, I asked Ooh. you the question first because the two did two games Ooh, ago. It, I, Pascal okay. Siakam okay. nailed everything, hit the free throw, and <laughs> Raptors won the game. That doesn't matter against who it was. I'm saying that Pascal. Be moving. Moving. <laughs> We're not going to talk about who it was against now, though, right? We're just going to okay. So I can just go on my phone. The, point, I can go. the opponent does not matter. That's what you're trying to tell me. The opponent doesn't matter. I did not say that. Yo, some, yo, Gilly, Gilly, sometimes you got to just take the positives away. You're a professional athlete. Sometimes you got to just take the positives away. It doesn't matter who they're playing. Yeah, I was at the I was at the game live uh, yes. last Thursday versus Cleveland where I watched Pascal <laughs> give it to them guys. And Cle- Cleveland's a playoff team. Yes, Cleveland's a, Cleveland's a playoff team. This is, the, this is basically their first playoffs without LeBron. Okay, but then on the 20th last Sunday, they faced who they faced was that the Phoenix? No, the 76ers, okay. and who won? And there was an away game. Well, we're not okay, going to talk about how they beat Phoenix, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And you're talking about Siakam 26 10 and 5. Again, we're just getting James Harden. This guy, well, not we, James Harden we? just came like, two weeks ago. See what I'm saying? So just obviously just still chemistry issues. Two weeks. That are going no, no, but, but, but Gilly, look, what do your eyes tell you? Does that look What's like James Harden? Eyes? Does that look like James Harden? You know what James Harden no. looks like. No, that's the thing. That's just, is it the breaks? That's, 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 not, that's what I'm trying to tell you. That's what I'm trying to tell you. James Harden is not even, for me, James Harden is not, not himself. Okay. So you're not okay. seeing James Harden here. You're seeing James Harden is here. Right. When you see James Harden is here, you're going to be getting a top tier. You're going to bet against, bet against him in the first round or whatever round. Yes, Gilly, because it, it's been proven when James Harden is here in the regular season, he's averaging 35 goddamn points per game. When you get to the playoffs, there's some type of problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're talking about in the first. first so, so now, so now, when we're talking at James Harden, now is already so. Right now, James Harden is playoff James Harden. So, what's what's going to happen when you get to the playoff? I never said. I never said he's. I'm, I'm saying. I'm saying right now, James Harden is playing horrible. Whether he's hurt, whether there's something wrong with him, whether there's chemistry okay. issues. Right now, James Harden is playing how he plays in the playoffs. So, what okay. happens when he gets to the playoffs now? 
Is he going to drop down another okay. tier, or is he going to get better? We don't. I don't. I don't. I uh, what, is, like, what is what is what is trend and pattern show you? Yeah, Damn, this is this has like, really been a get at James Harden episode. <laughs> <laughs> he really hasn't. He really like, because you know what? Really I think that's Raptors' easiest yeah. matchup. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, I'm just attacking really Harden today. I don't think. Yeah, you know what? That's yeah. top seventy-five right there. I know and he is. He is. That man averaged thirty-five points per game. You can't. <laughs> you can't take that away from somebody. Okay. But but Gilly just said it's what have you done for me right now? Yeah, that's yeah, true. He's been yeah, saying that. He started the episode with "What have you done for me?" What, lately? This what, he corrected me and said, "What have you done?" It's not lately. What have you done for me now? I think. Uh, <laughs> right? I think. Hey, I think. I'm, 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 I'm not arguing the fact that we already established that Raptors. Won't, I would want to see Raptors see Philly out of all the teams. Yeah, go Embiid and Bead would love uh, Devin Booker right now, and I think that's a great transition over to the West because Devin Booker is – Yo, yeah, he's and, nice. and, that, and we got to talk about the team that – um like, one, we got to talk about Devin Booker, who's been phenomenal, and it's been ridiculous that he's not really mentioned in the MVP conversation. I know this is something we talked about off-camera a few times where it's like – it's just disrespectful – that Devin Booker and before we were saying Chris Paul are just kind of not even mentioned or not really talked about seriously as an MVP candidate. Um, but just yeah. just in a quick just in a quick just to jump on that real quick pause. Let's just jump on that real quick, Jamar. Yeah. Who's the face? Who's the leader? Who's the face of the Phoenix Suns? Like, who's the best player on the team? The best Devin player on the Booker. team is Devin Booker. From a skill standpoint. No, from Devin a basketball Booker. player. He's the best basketball player. On the team. Skill. That's what I'm saying. As a, like from us, yeah, I agree with that as a skills standpoint. Okay, but, skill, but there's so much. There's so much more that goes into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Chris Paul is the leader. Devin. Booker so is it's the hard. Best so and then that's why it's like when you look at the Demar and Fred era, the Fred and Pask era. It's like one's the best player, one's the leader. And you look at the Phoenix. So who do you give the? Who do you give that MVP nod to? For 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 Phoenix. Yeah. Okay, it's not even close. That's tough because Chris, when 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 they were still winning, Chris Paul was top five in before he got hurt. Yeah, but I, I, and I, I I truly think that I I truly I'm a believer that it should have been Devin Booker. I think we we fall in love with with the idea of him being a leader, which is great. I think Chris Paul is an amazing leader, but you got to add some numbers to that. In a way where Devin Booker, and I think it's what helped his MVP case right now, and just for us to be able to talk about it, is that Chris Paul got hurt. Yeah. And those guys mm-hmm. kept trucking along. And Devin Booker's numbers just kept getting better and better. <laughs> so he proved, he reminded everybody, before Chris Paul went game here, we were the best team leaving the bubble, and we had the longest winning streak in the NBA at the time. And then Chris Paul came here and everybody forgot all the work that I was putting in before CP3. It's um, because and, yeah, no, and I think and I think but, Chris Paul is a great leader and he's done amazing things for Phoenix. I don't want to take that away from him, but I think we put so much towards Chris Paul's leadership, sometimes we take away from Devin Booker's greatness. I asked that because like Casey, it seems like for some players, you see how we could have this discussion about Chris Paul and and Devin Booker, it seems like it, it, to me, I'm under the impression that the best player on the best team, they may not be the best player in the NBA, but the best player on the best team is who should be your MVP of the league. Mm-hmm. But it seems to me like they move the goalpost, Casey, to like whoever they want, whatever player they want in that year, in that moment, like everybody puts up good numbers. 
I think I think it's all on. Oh, this guy can score twenty five plus points. Oh, he can also do nine rebounds and nine Yeah. assists. Okay, cool. But if we take it back to Kobe, Kobe was that score. Did Kobe get, ever get MVP? I think he I th did he one Yeah, year he won. he season won one. He won one one league on one MVP. year. Yeah, So he won it so once. who who's Devin Booker uh, going against? You know what I mean. <laughs> So and I and I agree with Casey when it comes to that. I think it's just too late because, like you always say, they move the goalposts. Part of being MVP is also like the storyline behind it, and it's too late for for Devin Booker to build his storyline in a way. Um, where he wasn't talked about all season, but we all just like got reminded. Like, I, I looked the other day, and this is what made me really start thinking Devin Booker as like MVP. I looked the other day and I saw that D Book and the Phoenix Suns are eight games ahead of second place in the West. So right now, John Moran's Memphis Grizzlies are second in the West. They're 15 and two without. without Ja, and they've been playing great. And they're still eight games behind. Is it eight games, I think, behind behind Memphis, behind the Phoenix Suns? That's to show you how great these guys have been all year, and that means that their best players have been consistently important and great all year, and we won't mention them. Yeah. And it's crazy that I'm giving you all this to say that Devin Booker should be in the MVP conversation, and I'm going to sum it up by saying – Jokic should be back to back MVP. You got you see well, what, <laughs> we got to get deeper into that though because it's yeah like, we got to get deeper. Uh, we definitely got to get deeper into that one. Uh, man, this this one was fun just to have Gilly and watch you guys fight a little bit. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna do some quick flash like topics. Yes or no? You got five seconds to prove your point. Five to ten seconds. Go ahead. Go CP three CP first. Memphis Grizzlies, contenders or not? No, pretenders. McCasey, Memphis Grizzlies, contenders or not? Contenders. Gilbert. Contenders. Better chance of winning MVP. Who's your MVP right now, I should say? CP, go. Joel Embiid. Casey. John ja, ja Morant. John ja Morant, okay. That's Gilbert. a good one, Casey. I like that. Hey. I, I would go with D-Buck still. Ooh, I've been I've been raving on the John Morant all season, but with them being 15-2 and two without him, it's really, really hard for me. So I'm going to go with Jokic, who's having a crazy <laughs> season. Uh, shout out to my man's Igor. For, 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 I'm going to finally bow down and say Jokic. If Igor ever listens to this, he'll be like, yeah, I got Jamar. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun. Uh, Gilbert, man, we appreciate the time, brother. Just yeah, don't no leave problem, mid pot no again. That's that's mad. Yo, that disrespectful. was crazy, bro. Mad <laughs> disrespectful, bro. Honestly, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, young. Sorry, some stuff going on here. You know how busy you know Casey saying? is for you to be leaving mid pod, yo. Hey, yo, everybody, see the ticker below. Shout out Twitter, Instagram. We there, Hooper's Paradise. And before Jamar. we leave, hey Gilbert, can you can you throw your Instagram out there real quick for people to follow up? Yeah, uh, my Instagram is gilbert.kofi. Jemfi. This is my first, middle, and last name. Simple as that. Hope you guys follow. See what I'm see. See what I'm up to. See what I'm doing. And hey, keep you your girl support. off his page. You be modeling this stuff. Keep your keep your. <laughs> keep yeah, he your has girl a shirt off. off. Page. He always got a shirt off. He has his stuff. shirt off and shit. Yo. Man, I be scrolling through Instagram like, don't look over here. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs>
it was fun, man. Make sure you follow, oh, subscribe. Man. You already know what it is. Peace and love. Check yeah, we out. Before you, uh, before anything. All right. Love. We out.